And hello, hello. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Zach and Alex here as always. Um, but today we are joined by another special guest. Um, happy to have another gay person on the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not a straight guest this time. It's, it's not a straight. <laughs> sorry, Jackson. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, Caleb, um, if you want to introduce yourself, because, you know, you know yourself better than I do. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, this is kind of a cool opportunity. And uh, I appreciate what you guys do um, in the NASCAR Twitter world, um, oh. even though Sometimes it's kind of a volatile uh, yeah, <laughs> environment. Oh yeah. You but... picked a good week to pick that one out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> my my favorite thing, I think, by far is having the uh, the Twitter incident sign. Oh my um, god! I, 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 I never said damn thing. I literally <laughs> tweeted this past week. Can we stop using that sign? <laughs> it just and then they'd be like, the "Oh, we said it. Reset the count. We use the reset button more than the actual date clicker." Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm 24 years old. Um, I've kind of been around in the industry for the last couple of years, not really on the professional side um, as, I, as I'd like to be. But um, right now, the biggest thing that I do is PR marketing, uh, media management for Hawkeye Downs, which is the only full-time asphalt track in Iowa. Wow. So the only other one is Iowa Speedway, which... Wow. Yeah, we all know That's crazy. how that goes now. But um, yeah, so we're the only one. It is quite an adventure. Um, and the mm -hmm. interesting part about it, too, is it's actually a nonprofit racetrack. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it is a 501c3 racetrack as well. Um, so typically, racetracks are nonprofit in the sense that they don't make any money, but we're truly a, a nonprofit yeah. company. So um, I've also done different stuff um, for like regional drivers, uh, late model teams, stuff like that. Um, and then I had a period where I helped Mason Mitchell out in the ARCA series for a little bit. So yeah. um, unfortunately, that was the, I was probably the Grim Reaper of that team, but oh. uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but so, so I've gotten to know Mason Mitchell, um, obviously another Iowa guy, cool. he's mm -hmm. a dude as well, so. Well, I'm also an, I'm also originally from Iowa, so that's really cool. I'm from the other side, I was from, from Sioux City, Iowa. But yeah, that's really cool. Um, Mason Mitchell, didn't you guys win an ARCA championship a couple times or two? Yeah, he ended up, um, I know, getting the championship. And that was before I um, kind of helped oh, okay. him out and stuff oh, like dang. that. Oh, dang. Yeah, I only, <laughs> did, um, I only did a couple races um, just kind of filling in when needed. Um, mm -hmm. But so I it was pretty cool. I mean, I got to work with guys uh, like Justin Haley, uh, Kyle Weatherman. Cool. Uh, yeah. Ryan Rebco was one that I worked with, I know. So <clears throat> those were ones I, I directly worked with. And then we had other guys um, that were kind of, you know, racing on the team too. Um, and I didn't necessarily cover, but yeah, there's just Justin Haley is a very interesting character. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I love Justin Haley so much. He's, I feel like I don't know enough about him. Like, cause especially after he wins his, ex, oh God, anyways, no, I love <laughs> Justin Haley. He's a little baby. Um, <laughs> He's a really cool dude. I wish he would like, I feel like he does have that personality and he doesn't really use social media and, you know, he doesn't really kind of show that personality a whole yeah. lot. So um, I kind of wish he would show that more. 
yeah, there was, it was very interesting. He was one of the ones that I, he was in the truck series at the time that I'd worked with him. So obviously he kind of knew what he was doing and mm-hmm. it was very interesting because he didn't need to be really led around um, like I was used to. So there, if there was an autograph session, he would just kind of take off and then I would panic because I didn't know where he was, but he was lost puppy. <laughs> yeah. It, just he, he, he showed up on time for the autograph session. So compared to other ones where some other drivers that I've worked with, and I'm not going to name the name, but no. Uh, as driver introductions were starting, I had to go wake him up. No! Uh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That'd be me. That'd be me as a driver. Oh, it That's was, funny. Yeah, it was It was interesting. So That's stressful. Yeah, that was, that was something. Because totally. I was like, you're, you're a grown man. You know, you can you know what time you need to be places. But nope, yeah. sure enough, we're no ready way. to go and go knock on the door. And he's, he passed out. So. This is your career, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what I was I was just thinking about that actually it's so tough on a PR perspective because you almost from a PR side you have to have a contract of like you need to do this good because if you don't do good you don't have a job which means I don't have a job so like us us PR people almost need a contract that says you know we got to go away if you're sucking it up on the track yeah that I feel like a lot of people forget that PR like these drivers have PR people. I mean, they're public figures. They need them, um, especially with all the stuff they have to do. And yeah, um, yep. yeah. There's they're always the the ones that are basically putting the people in the spotlight, but are never like they're they're always right next to the spotlight, but never actually in the spotlight. It's it's very yeah. interesting how it all works. Yeah. At so, least you're not Denny right. Hamlin's PR agent. <laughs> if you've seen him <laughs> on Twitter this past week, <laughs> <He's> been... <laughs> The one that worries me significantly, I don't know if they have a PR person or if they suck, but Haley Deegan. Ah! <laughs> there's, yeah, there's been yeah. many a times where I have just been like, hire me. My God, I will make sure that there's no more of this crap. I mean, from, oh my God. from the Zoom interview, literally laying down to just the stuff that has been down. said. I mean, she, yeah, that's that's someone that I often ask where her PR person is. Yeah. That's God. funny. Yeah. I, th- I'm going to start thinking about that more, especially with like um Noah Gregson this week, like, Oh, Oh, their PR, his PR person, if they exist, yeah. must be having a bad week. <laughs> if they exist, yeah. we never, we'll never know. <laughs> I, I'm he's got to have someone somewhere along the lines. Um, I mean, at the very least junior motorsports, yeah. you know, they've, They've got it, but yeah, that's why yeah, I was definitely. thinking about too. He definitely <laughs> has mean, to have one. That doesn't mean he'll be listening to him. Right. Yeah, I mean, after day three, it'd be like, all right, listen. <laughs> listen, Las account- Vegas next week. Let's go. Home track. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's like, I, I understand. And like the, the emotion, I, I mean, I've raced before too. So I, I fully understand the oh, cool. emotion and stuff that goes into it. But I got, after day three, give it up. Like, just, it's time to move on yeah like at harbick said it best this year like if you sit and dwell on you know it for that long you're already behind because mm-hmm. it, it's time to move on yeah. you know so yeah it's it's very interesting yeah that's a good point to bring up and you mentioned you used to race and i see a trophy behind you too oh yeah i've got, I've got a couple that. couple different ones um i don't even know if you can see it so the one that i won last year actually is probably my favorite that's a taco bro the, the, it, the it people a, on the podcast can't see this but that's a taco it is a taco hat so 
um, that's one of the unique things. We actually put a, a special race on um, at Hawkeye Downs and we had it where it was basically throughout the day a points format based on qualifying or heat races. Um, that's how it would set up the format for the race. And the guy who had the most points heading into the race got the taco hat. That's awesome. And that's funny. Luck, lucky enough, um, I was able to race that one and I got the taco hat. Yes. And I <laughs> almost won the race. And then some things happened. So <laughs> some things happened. Um, oh no. <laughs> it was it was it was a case of eight tires not better than four. Oh. Um mm. almost took it on the outside and yeah, just ours. yeah, we, we moved on. So oh. <laughs> Yeah. Again, don't dwell on that. Well, as Kevin Harvick famously said, <laughs> that's that's all yeah. she wrote. But. Yeah. What about that big trophy back there, though? That's that, so. The funny part is the big trophy is only a um, rookie of the year trophy. Oh, oh, that's still okay. so. Yeah, it's it's we actually went pretty all out for that. So that, that was pretty nice. But so yeah, I've got rookie of the year. I've won just one race so far. Um, but I don't unfortunately get the opportunity to race as much yeah. with my job. Um, plus, I like to go watch racing a lot more. Oh too. yeah, watch it's watching a... racing. I could. I don't think I could. I'm cut out for the racing thing. I'm too much. I just want to watch all the different types of races. And it's crazy. I mean, I absolutely love it. But the the people truly do not understand the time, the energy, the money. I mean, it's always talked about. But even in the cheapest form of racing, which is essentially what I do is just a four cylinder. It just, it takes right. so much time and you're constantly working, constantly fixing, constantly, you know, the elements to try to get to the track and you're never making any money, you know, unless you have sponsors and, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I've oh. seen those four cylinders run before. Those things are like, some people like put so much money in them. They're like beasts are flying. Yeah, so I mean, I can imagine. Uh, it, it's crazy. And, and they go from um, just kind of across the country, there's rules where, you know, you pretty much take the stock ones um, and then, you know, there's ones that they beef them up and, and do all that. And we're kind of in between. But yeah, I mean, it is it's just crazy yeah. what some people put into it. Curious, how did you like get into the industry? Like how, like how long have you been in the, like, you know, how'd you get your foot in the door? So I originally started out, I am kind of new to the racing game, um, probably have only been a fan for about 10, 11 years now. Um, and it just started going to, you know, some races with my dad. We started going to like Xfinity and IndyCar and stuff like that. Oh, IndyCar. Ooh, yeah. Yep. I'm, a, I'm an IndyCar fan too. I don't watch as much as mm -hmm. I used to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I started out doing that. Um and, you know, that's, I kind of decided, like, really, I fell in love with it and decided this is something that I want to do. And I got told by several people, it's not going to happen. Um, and then one day I stumbled upon an outsports.com article, um, a gentleman by the name of Kevin Ramsell, um, had basically talked about his kind of career in, in motorsports and, and being gay and stuff like that. And he's from Wisconsin. He's a great dude. And so I messaged him and we started, you know, talking and, and being friends. And at that time he had worked at speed 51 and 
So then he kind of helped me get involved with Speed 51, which ended up to be a couple year journey of covering the super late model tour up here, which is the ARCA Midwest tour, um, as long, along with the big eight late models um, and, you know, some other kind of regional stuff. Um, and that really got my foot into the door for doing the rest of the stuff. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm glad that worked out for you. The you said outsports. Yeah, I think it's I think it's outsports. <clears throat> yeah, is, is what it is. Hmm. Uh, it's just a lot of different different you know sports and stuff, um, mm-hmm. kind of LGBT centered and and stuff like that. So I just kind of stumbled upon an article that he had wrote, and um, luckily it worked out. And it's yeah, pretty good so friendship cool. that I got too. So yeah, I just looked them up. Um, that's cool. Yeah, and speaking of being um. Okay, well, Alex, if you want to ask this next one. Well, yeah, did you, were you, did you like come out to like people you were like working with or like racing against and like, were you like worried about that and how it like impact your racing career or just how your PR stuff? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough. Um, I have kind of always followed the case of not really coming out, um, just kind of it happening, you yeah. know, as I go through, um, yeah. I'm not one that really makes it. I, I don't want to say known, but like, yeah, I, I, I know what you keep, mean. Yeah. I kind of keep professional, yeah. professional, and then you know some other stuff. I mean, like the people that I work with at Hawkeye Downs, um, you know, they know my my friends and stuff know. You know, mm-hmm. there's it kind of just depends on my you know closeness with you and you know right. if right. we hang right. out or you know do various stuff. Um, you know, like it wasn't really discussed. Like if I was doing something with Mason Mitchell, it wasn't discussed, but like me and Mason had a friendship where we knew and talked about that stuff, you know? So, um, to a point, yes, to a point, no. Um, it kind of just depends like, you know, all the, all the drivers at Hawkeye Downs, it's not like they all know or, you know, whatever, right? just because it it doesn't get brought up, but it's tough too. I mean, it's, it's, kind of scary because a lot of them you know will make jokes a lot of them you know how they feel and you know all that stuff so it's 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 definitely hard to kind of put that forward a lot of the times but you kind of have to like balance that thin line there yeah and and that's why I've always just worked out with you know like a lot of times if we're at the track we're there to do whatever we're doing so it's not really an issue you know but it's it's those kind of personal friendships where it it will come up and usually it's it's not such a big deal you know and some of the drivers I've worked with or like I said my coworkers, you know stuff like that for the most part it's just been awesome that's really good and what really awesome. sparked me there was like um you having this like more close relationship with Mason Mitchell and being able to kind of tell him about that and that just it brings me joy because it makes me think of there's hopefully more people like you in the industry that are gay and that they have you know these friendships with drivers and it it just creates this culture where again that what we want one day where 100 gay people are welcome in the racing community because mm-hmm. they are but there's you know as you talked about there's just still this culture of you know, gay jokes and just 
general homophobia. Um, you know, I'm I'm scared to go to a track in like a certain outfit, maybe um, just because mm-hmm. it might perceive me to be a different way or I don't know, like it's just stuff like that. And like, I think I really like what you said there, though, like about all that. And um, and that brings me to my next question of like, have you met any other anyone else like that's working in your industry that's also gay? Because I, I just want to know, like, how many LGBT people are really in the motorsports industry and um, especially out there in like the Midwest? Um, up here in the Midwest, meh, you know, it's it's hard mm-hmm. to to kind of find them and, you know, stuff like that, just because it's not as populated as, yeah. you know, other parts of the country. Um, I, I do think it's funny, though. I mean, like, as far as like a NASCAR slash motorsports, I, I don't think we're there yet. Yeah. You know, I'm very interested right. to see how they handle Devin Rouse coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm very intrigued, but I can tell you there's more than what you would think. Um, I yeah. I know several mostly gay individuals in, in the motorsports industry, um, in NASCAR in particular. Yeah. Um, and they they kind of agree that they don't feel like we're ready yet. Um, mm-hmm. They don't think we're we're there where we could be where we should be. Um, but yeah, there's definitely more than than people probably think. And I hope that one day, you know, myself and those people will feel more comfortable. You know, and it's kind of a more talked about you know, thing in, in our industry. Yeah. And that's, that's really what it's all about because, and I did research on this for like class, like a year ago or something where it's like, people do better in the workplace. when there's not homophobia, like, because I mean, if you're talking with your coworkers and if they say something homophobic or if they, or if you don't feel like you can open up to them about your life and like, you know, if you have a partner and you want to share, you know, something you did over the weekend with your boyfriend or husband or something, um, it's just, it just makes it hard to exist in the industry and in the workplace. It just makes you uncomfortable. Um, that's, that's what that makes me think about. And yeah, there's yeah. a lot that we have to do. Yeah. To I mean, if you're going to be in that environment i mean you think about it when you're at work i mean you're at work almost as much as you're at home mm-hmm. so you know you, you want to be comfortable with those people you want to be able to share you know parts of your life with those people and that's you i mean you make a great point where if if they're making comments that you know are opposite of how you f- you know you feel and, and stuff like that it's it's not going to make you comfortable in that work environment so yeah, just overall, I mean, especially like in the in the professional motorsports industry, you are so close with those people for so long throughout the year. You know, you're either sharing a holler with them on the road or, you know, hotel rooms. You're just you're you're constantly on the road with them. So, you know, it, it's not any fun. We all love racing. We all want to be a part of racing, but it's not going to be fun if you can't feel connected and feel like you can share your life or be you know accepted um you know being a part of that yeah cool well i actually had a different question zach i came up to mind oh yeah Um, i didn't do it (laughs) so i messaged him (laughs) nascar had a campaign last year very very subtle but they had the i am nascar campaign what did you think of all that because now we have devin rouse coming up 
Um, if you would have told me a year ago, we would have had like a, you know, openly gay ARCA driver. I would have never believed it. But now we have that. NASCAR has a they pride merch now. They have the I am NASCAR campaign. Like, what was your thought on all that? I will um, have First off, I thought the shirts looked really cool. I have um, mine. Hold on. <laughs> I, I wanted to get one, but I, I didn't. So I, that might still be. But um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was it was really cool. I think it's one of those things that, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, they're just doing it for show or whatever. They, they're doing it. And, you know, I think that in itself makes a statement. And I right. think, especially with the, the Bubba Wallace stuff, the I am NASCAR <laughs> stuff, I think we're seeing that they they are really trying to show that they want to be on the right side of things. Right. And totally agree. I have actually talked to a NASCAR official about this. Ooh. I would like to see more just on the emphasis of uh, like I, th there's always going to be room for improvement, but I feel like a lot of their diversity programs um, are more tailored to, um, you know, the, the, the more ethnic side of things. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I feel like anything that's, you know, diversity gets turned more towards that, where it should be that and, you know, the LGBT mm -hmm. plus community. Yeah. So totally. we, we definitely talked about that. Um, and, you know, I, one thing that I point out, I don't know how much you guys know about like Rev Racing, the Drive for Diversity program. Mm -hmm. They, the, in their, you know, qualifications for, you know, basically applying for the program. Yeah, I saw is, that. You know, essentially that you just have to be ethnic, you know, and they have nothing on there about LGBT mm -hmm. plus. And I was disappointed I, I was disappointed as well i think i saw the same thing you saw mm -hmm. yeah and I've, I've known that for a couple of years I've, I've been kind of following that what i was disappointed was i actually dm'd rev racing and kind of asked them you know about that and um just basically like said hey you know like here i am you know and like let's let's talk and didn't get anything back but mm -hmm. um that's that's, so that's one thing where I, I definitely think there should be more improvement. Um, I, I think they also NASCAR needs to kind of be careful about going from sending a positive message to shoving in your face. Yeah. Um, and just simply because that's gonna rub some people the wrong way. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think there's room for improvement, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that they actually took that step and hopefully it continues down the road. For hey, sure. you bring up good points there. Were you going to say something, Alex? Well, no. Okay, I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was, I thought about it. But I'm like, well, I already, he kind of answered it. So Yeah, yeah, I, I, I forgot what I was going to say, damn. Um, Something I was gonna bring up this term that we use in the art education world, um, called like intersectionality, where it's like this intersection of like these different identities of like race and you know being LGBT, and you know there's gay, black, Hispanic race car drivers or want to be race car drivers out there. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, there's room for both. Um, because when I complained about that on Twitter, I was I explicitly said I'm not taking anything away 
for this opportunity for the other minorities, the ethnic, the ethnic minorities. But like, I think it's especially important. There's so many queer people in this country. So many. It, I mean, it's becoming mm-hmm. more and more open, um, especially with like gender and stuff and experimenting um, with people's like, people experimenting with their own identity and what they like calling themselves. And I think it's really important to have that representation, especially, you know, for motorsports. This is the most popular motorsport in America. Um, yep. It's important. And I just want a pride sticker. Can we get a pride sticker, man? We have a whole <laughs> halftime for the troops, which, you know, I, I, I'm not here to complain about that. It's cool. Um, if we're going to have stage racing, might as well do it. Um, yeah. But can we get a sticker? Like, damn. <laughs> pride schemes like, yeah like they will cool. we'll talk about paint schemes later like let's just get some stickers <laughs> yeah yeah like i said I, there's and that's that's the thing too is like i you know my only thing is in your requirements if you're gonna have that just that you have to be ethnic just be like ethnic or you know yeah. like it yeah it, it doesn't have to change you know what's already going on mm-hmm. but yeah i mean and that's you really question, you know, from a driver's point of view, like what, what would happen if you threw a pride scheme on so-and-so's car? Like, you know, just right. kind of how they would react to it. And uh, yeah, some someday is my hope. I wonder about that too. And I, I like think sometimes like if Bubba like ran his Black Lives Matter scheme again, if some drivers, I know not all drivers in the the series are as like good as we want them to be, I, I'll say. I wonder, like, yeah. will they subconsciously race him more aggressively because he's in a Black Lives Matter car? And same thing if someone was in a Pride car, would they be like, nah, get this gay guy out of my way. I'm going to bump him. Like, would that subconsciously go like, through their minds? I think about that a lot. I know. It'd be, like, the equivalent of, like, trying to right-rear somebody during the All-Star race. Yeah. Oh. 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 Chow, anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh you my know, God. Just, listen, I hate to be I hate to be that devil, <laughs> no, devil's be advocate. But be the devil's avocado. Do it. Let's go. I mean, when that <laughs> happened, I, we were just like, huh. And, you know, and then you go back and you think about that same driver had a problem with Daniel Suarez. That's what I'm saying, though. And, That's and, what I'm saying. I just, uh, you know. Yeah. Just, just yeah. turn into a, a Michael McDowell hate episode. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, Jeff Gordon got called, called a lot of things for driving a rainbow yeah. paint scheme back in the 90s. So... I imagine that sort of thing would still be around. And he's but... not actually gay. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Do you think in any like happenstance though that the rainbow scheme, obviously that alone, but like, do you think that also coincided with his like pretty boy? Probably. Th- we boy, talked you know, about like, that. Yeah. Like I. Like for example, I think if Alex Bowman drove like an Exalta rainbow car, he would get a lot of shit for it. I. He, like you know a lot of people already say some things here and there so yeah i think it does determine the paint scheme and who is driving it yeah yeah and alex and i talked about how like joey logano gets called a lot of homophobic yeah, Le- slurs Logano too he's a northeasterner he's not like a you know a redneck 
Um, he has a she, wife, but you know, people still be saying stuff. Yeah, a oh, cocksucker. I mean, people called him a cocksucker, and I was like, don't call him that if you don't suck cock. What? That's weird. <laughs> What's? I, I just didn't like it. And yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, what you bring up about Jeff Gordon, I definitely, I think it applied there. Mm-hmm. I think that's, it's hard too, because there is some of that where like people just generally use those insults. But mm-hmm. then, yeah, there is cases of like people specifically making those insinuations. And that's, I mean, that's rough. That's hard to go through yeah. as a person, regardless of mm-hmm. whether you're gay or straight or, you know, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of that's just, I also kind of brings to the like the rent free part. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't understand how some of these drivers just absolutely live rent freeze in, in these rednecks head. But yeah, totally. I mean, Bubbles, Bubbles, one of them. These people, like, guys, got so many houses. Jesus, <laughs> I mean, so the NASCAR could literally post like the green flag time is twelve forty three. Oh, Bubba's gonna finish thirtieth. Like. like <laughs> Go away. Who asked? Go <laughs> mow the lawn. <laughs> like, go do something. Don't you got grass to cut? <laughs> For real. Make yourself a sandwich. Sit down, say about how you're not going to watch NASCAR anymore, and then watch the damn race. Like, it's just then insane. Then the next comment, they'll say the same thing about Larson, but the complete opposite. Oh, For yeah. Sim- I mean, same reason. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I tell you what, though. Yeah. I probably shouldn't even go into that. <laughs> You've been spicy today. I'm not. I listen. I'm K. I'm yeah. like Clint Boyer. I'm chaotic. Jeff Gordon over here. <laughs> this <is> Alex. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I'm going to say is, wouldn't it just be nice if I could go to work one day, say a slur, and then they looked at me and they're like, "Hendrick, take Motors. a couple weeks off, get a promotion." Yeah. Yeah. I I, mean, I think yeah. about that a lot too. <laughs> I I'm not looking forward to when he wins and then everyone's like, right. Oh, all the adversity he overcame. Let me ask you this, what though. adversity? Does it feel like so far this season he has kind of got the shaft from, like, Fox? Because I feel like they really have not wanted to talk about him. Outside of the so, Daytona yeah. 500 interview, I don't think they really talked about yeah, him too much. They haven't talked about him too much, thank God, because I'm not. I, like, we, we <laughs> were to the point where it was like the clash was almost finished, and they, like, showed the five car, and I was like, holy shit, that's right, Larson's in this. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. but yeah, I mean, there's there's been a couple times where I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, he's he's even like around. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's weird. I also I, don't like his paint scheme either, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm of the opinion that like, sure, he can come back. Like he's he did his time and stuff like that, but there's a difference in like coming back and, basically being given some of the best equipment yeah, right. <laughs> so but well I, I have a feeling i know some ans- some answers that will not be the answer to this question uh will not be michael mcdowell uh who's your <laughs> who's your favorite nascar driver <laughs> um <sighs> so that's really had a spit question. take there that was funny <laughs> so i am a huge penske fan oh let's go yeah, so that's always been when I first got into the sport, Brad Keselowski all the way. Oh wow! And I have, I don't, I don't even have my flag up, but um, I see. Your I mean, Penske that stuff was on the wall, though. yeah. I've got a whole bunch of crap, but um, that, I mean, that was it was Brad Keselowski, and then 
it kind of transferred over to if I was going to have a favorite, it'd be Brian Blaney, Matt mm-hmm. Benedetto. Oh, that's that's what I would pick now. But honestly, and I hope more people take this advice because I've told my friends this too. I used to be, you know, just big pros, cons on drivers and stuff like that. And I will still have drivers that, you know, I, I kind of like to see do better or, you know, whatnot. But truthfully, you enjoy the racing so much more if you try to take a non-biased approach to mm-hmm. it. You, you enjoy watching the battles. You enjoy – because there's people that if their driver has a bad day – the race was awful awful it was an awful race and i've been there because you know it used to be especially in like after watching brad struggle after he won the championship i mean that's truly where i kind of progressed to this because it was so not fun to watch your driver just absolutely struggle and it it just made it miserable so i took it from the approach that like one guy i really want to see do well is matt benedetto I think he's a great guy. I think he's got good talent, you know, all that. But other than that, you know, I've got, I want to see Penske do well. And there's some other people that I don't care to see do as well. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. truthfully, I mean, I used to hate Kyle Busch's guts. I can tell you right now. I mean, (laughs) he's, he's probably one of the most talented drivers that have ever existed. It's fun to hate him. It's fun. Oh yeah. But even now it's like, I cannot get behind some of his attitude stuff, but like, really I've let that go. And I just want to see a good race. Yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm at, but yeah, Penske all the way. And I mean, I love the shit out of Dibby. So, yeah. I, so, I, can I just say Ryan Blaney fans, he's talking to you. That whole, that whole thing was about Ryan Blaney fans. <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm my not God. Naming yeah, names, but also I just, and that's why I don't understand people that get so. Yeah. Wound up about it on Twitter, about their own drivers. Yeah. Like, I'm a Kyle Larson fan, by the way, like before that stuff happened. So rough year. Um, <laughs> but no, that's really fun. Um, but yeah, um, wow, this was so fun. Um, this was a lot of fun. I wish we weren't running out of time, but um, we talked about a lot of good stuff today, um, especially about, yeah, the non-biased approach to watching racing. I think having a good yeah. balance really makes the races fun. But um, but yeah, um, and we'll link your socials below, but if you want to just say it verbally, right now so people can follow you on twitter and all that stuff yeah so i am pretty, well my twitter i know is c sloha it's c s l o u h a mm-hmm. um i'm on facebook i've got instagram yeah. you know all that jazz so mm-hmm. uh, i think my instagram is caleb sloha my full name so um but yeah we'll we'll go ahead and link that too Mm-hmm. okay yeah i'll find that stuff um all right well thank you caleb um i hope you yeah, thank you have a good rest of um what was i gonna say i hope your career is going well <laughs> and, <laughs> well i appreciate it. i appreciate you guys having me on you guys are yeah. a blast yeah it was really fun today all right um well hopefully we'll hear from you soon or next time or whatever um, <laughs> and you take care thank you. Yep, you guys as well thank you all right and we're back um Thank you again to Caleb for coming on. That was great. Um, that was so much fun. That I again, I just love hearing about like his little stories and his little adventures yeah. being a PR person. That that's so cool. Um, I hope being you all a enjoyed PR it. person, being a PR person must be so one stressful, but also so much fun. I know. I kind of like you get to actually learn who these guys are. Yeah. 
it's like it's your job to interact with them almost you know yeah and get them up out of bed for driver intros (laughs) i would see no i want to be a pr person because i love my attitude again it's your career not mine i'm not the one (laughs) getting in the car today but then you'd be the one getting fired because he's sleeping yeah (laughs) i mean that was so fun though um i didn't expect the laugh as much as i did during that that was great i love his personality it's so oh oh god he fit right in he fit right in oh Oh totally like right away i'm like wow we our chemistry is crazy yeah we've had two like you know that's our like second like big guest i feel like you know in terms of like because that's someone we didn't know like he just hit Mm -hmm. us up on twitter and was like hey you know i'm interested Mm -hmm. um and you know even devin rouse was fun and i felt the same oh, energy yeah. here if not even more like me just, too it was just so fun and it mm-hmm. was like we've been talking for years like oh yeah and Love oh that. man that was so interesting the the how we talked so about like gay people in the industry and you know he's apparently he talked to a nascar official that felt like they didn't do more they need to do more right. and that's and what i do saying. yeah i totally agree it's just you know I never shouldn't do anything (laughs) in the first place, but yeah. That's so interesting. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that was, that was awesome. Um, But yeah, I'm not sure if there's like, I'm trying to think of like a, I feel like I'm in class, a more pointed takeaway, I guess. Um, (laughs) I should, I guess I should have took notes. (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's more gay people out there than you think. Yeah. And that makes sense. Totally. Like, that makes sense. I mean, there's gay people everywhere. It's just, you know, they're mm-hmm. not comfortable to come out. And yeah. And the less, you know, the less that there aren't people out, the more that that culture of homophobia is going to continue, right? Um, yeah. The more totally. Joey Logano is going to just be called a cocksucker. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'm, I, because I guarantee you, if a cup driver was gay, there would be people hating on him. Mm-hmm. For no reason, too. For sure. Like, like if same thing as Bubba. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if, especially, especially if they just talk about being gay and how important it is for representation. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. They like post a picture with their like husband or boyfriend or some. Stop showing this off. It'd be stop like shoving like this down my throat. Why did you come on yeah. my Instagram page then? Huh? Yeah. TikTok his, drama music. Since he said that, like his no, his like comments about uh. You know, NASCAR shouldn't like push it in people's faces. I get what he was saying. Yeah. Because because NASCAR, you know, they don't want to push it too much. They don't want to yeah. like overwhelm their people. I get what he was saying there. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how to word it, but I understand what he was saying. It's like at right? the same time, you almost have to realize that people are going to get upset either way. Like I feel like they didn't yeah. push Bubba really? Wallace that much. Like no, but no, the the media kind of pushed the news story more yeah. than it probably should have mm-hmm. that's kind of where a lot of the anger comes from i feel with yeah. that so well they did kind of push bubble a lot but it was like i mean go back to last june it that was one of the most recent. that was more on the that was more on the drivers really pushing bubba well yeah also that's Talladega. just the racially the racial tensions in america at the time it just made sense to push bubba it just made mm-hmm. sense and plus he was willing to be pushed right like, for example, if we would have had a gay NASCAR driver after the Pulse shooting a mm-hmm. couple of years ago, it would have been a very, very similar thing. Yeah. I feel. Mm-hmm. Or if there was like a fucking, I don't know what is comparing. Like if there was, 
a burn pied flag in their garage right. or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just but yeah, but yeah, that whole situation is different. But yeah, um, totally. No, it was. Uh, I I'm I'm actually looking forward to like going back. I don't really listen to the episodes back much, but um, mm-hmm. I'm actually I actually want to listen to this one I, back again. I think I'm going to too because yeah. my stupid brain like to zone out so (laughs) (laughs) that's fun um yeah we'll have to keep having more guests on because that was so fun yeah i have other people interested coming on and if you are listening to this right now are you you, a homosexual are you a homosexual (laughs) and uh, do you work for race car drivers or in the motorsports industry do you you drive a race car yeah if so (laughs) Hit us up at at DreamyZack28 or at New Gaiden. Gaiden. Twitter's down below in the description, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) You know, DM us. Get on the show like Caleb and Devin Rouse and um, Jackson Todd. Jackson hasn't been on the show in a while. We need to have Jackson back. He's been throwing some stats out there (laughs) lately. All right. Oh, yeah. Other people I have in mind, too. but yeah honestly listen it's the best time maybe not the best time to be a nascar fan but it's a pretty good time to be a nascar fan oh yeah maybe yeah yeah it's a great time to be a fan of the gay racing podcast am i right ladies yes totally right Mm -hmm. am i right men am i right (laughs) yeah um (laughs) but yeah no that was good Um, yeah but yeah again thank you to caleb and um but yeah so let's talk about Homestead. Yeah, um, Homestead. Great racing this weekend, Sur- huh? Surprisingly great racing, especially I didn't really yeah. watch the Xfinity race because there was stuff going on in my house, but mm-hmm. um, I watched like the end of it and um, that got insane. And then the cup race, um, despite the billboards on the back of the car, still pretty <laughs> decent. There was some passing, yeah. um, had some I- interesting parody as well. I went into the cup race because the Xfinity race was amazing. I loved it. Um, I thought the cup race, like, well, it's not going to be that good um, at all. I was ex- I was expecting a snooze fest, but, yeah. you know, Homestead delivered again. Um, yeah. This track should have never been revoked of its championship race. Yeah, I know. It was perfect. Perfect like, mile and a half. Man, we had, we had Chris Buescher leading. We had Ricky Stenhouse in the top five. Michael McDowell's in the top 10 all day. Chris like, Buescher had me messed yeah. up because... Chris Buescher dominated this race for a while. I made a tweet earlier in the week. I was like, oh, I miss when Roush like, dominated. And they were like the, the best forward team. And then Chris like, Buescher... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Ryan Newman's like running in the top 10 too. Because people yeah. tweeted me. Apparently there's like some like philosophies at Roush that were just like really mm-hmm. outdated. And they're mm-hmm. still trying to work through it. Um and that's why they like yeah. lacked pace and stuff. That's also last... why they lost Edwards, Kenseth, and mm-hmm. I guess Biffle stuck on, but eventually he couldn't handle yeah. it either. That might have been why Biffle was like, "Yeah, I'm done with this." So yeah, but because there probably wasn't really a ride for him, anyways. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's I just... heard on. I heard on Jeff Gluck's podcast that they like had a freeze in like parts for this year or something. I don't know the logistics of that. Yeah. But because they were talking that, about parody and stuff. Like, yeah. If anyone doesn't know, parody means like a lot of different teams are competitive. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of different factors. 
Yeah. Um, so far, Fox's you know promotion of best season ever, like it's not not. not I wouldn't totally say it's wrong. Best season ever. It's not totally wrong though. It's not totally like, wrong. There's a lot of they, crazy stuff happening. Daytona 500 was good. Daytona mm-hmm. Road Course was good until you know NASCAR wanted to put on a circus. They threw us. entertainment at the and, race. And then Homestead, the whole weekend was great. Yeah, so, surprisingly yeah. good racing. I I almost wish the trucks raced last weekend. That would have been yeah. We a mess. lost but <laughs> we lost Homestead. We lost Homestead trucks for the Daytona Road Course trucks, which colossal failure. But oh well. In theory, it's fine, but not when you don't give them practice. Yeah, they need practice on these tracks yeah. they have never done. Even for trucks in general, they need practice on every track. They're literally like 16 years them. old. Not yeah. actually, but like, like they're Most 18 years are, old. Probably. They just graduated high school, bro. Like, give them practice. Yeah. Like, and they you know, just started I, doing this for a living. Right. I don't know. I really wonder how this homestead race would have panned out if we had more horsepower in the cars. So we had a, because oh. we know this aero package, we've talked about it enough on here. This, it's just it's bad. It's not great. It's, it's not good at all. But like, look at the Kansas fall race last year. Disaster. Yeah. And awful. Kansas normally is the best track for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, imagine what we could have had if this race was good with the 550 aero package. What would, would he have got with yeah. the 750? Because, I mean, you like, can just watch the Xfinity damn. race because when drivers have more horsepower and more off-throttle right. time, they have more options. You can throw it into the corner and do a slide job. You can't do that with the 550 package You just because yeah. you just don't have to let off. So you just can't gain on the mm-hmm. guy. Like, it's just conceptually high horsepower racing will always be better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah. We can't get back. Y'all don't need to hear me complain about the package again. I we have <laughs> a whole episode about that. I'm pretty sure Jackson was here, so we don't. I think need that to was talk after the that. Kansas race. Actually. It was after yeah. the Kansas race. I was mad. <laughs> and God. Jackson and I were there, so yeah. Rest in Different peace, opinions. Kevin Harvick. Yeah, he ain't dead, but his championship <laughs> was. That would that race would have put him in Miami or Phoenix. Damn. Miami. Anyway, speaking yeah. of I'm Harvick. Never- I never can figure it out. Only two drivers have all top tens this season, and it's oh, yeah. Harvick and McDowell. <laughs> what? Where did Michael McDowell come from? What? How? Well, let's let's kind of talk about that. Like the you know the unexpected front runners yeah. the, for so far this season. Michael McDowell, you know, he won Daytona. Anyone can to win make Daytona it to the damn fight. round of eight. Listen, he's good at talent. Okay, if he can make but, it to the round of twelve, he's good at Talladega. Yeah. He's good at road courses. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, think about it. Like, we had a Daytona 500, we had a road course, which road course was kind of a, you know, that was kind of anyone's game second time there. Mm-hmm. Um, Daytona, anyone can win. Then we had the first mile and a half, which was very weird with how many smaller teams and not smaller teams, but different drivers. Were yeah, like front, mid-tier you know? teams. Like, Roush yeah. and... Um, JTG was up yeah. there for a hot minute. Yeah, like those are mid-tier teams. Yeah. They're not supposed to be like contending for the top spots. I I really wonder though, is front row did the Daytona five hundred impact them this much? Or was this like has this been coming and we just have, no one saw it coming? I think they definitely I noticed, especially in like qualifying, Michael McDowell has been good. I think with this mm-hmm. package as well, he's been notably better. Mm-hmm. I don't have the stats for it. Avery 
Avery Jackson, I need stats. <laughs> but um, no, I I don't know what to say. I really don't. I think yeah. I think momentum from the Daytona 500. I, momentum. Listen, Larry Max is all time. Momentum is a thing in sports. It's it's a thing. Mm-hmm. They are almost the points leader. I think. Yeah, is, they're like they're like fourth in points, I believe. That's nuts. They're up there. Mm-hmm. Um, he has his crew chief is Drew Blickensturfer, who was yeah. Matt Kenseth's crew chief in 2012 when Matt won the Daytona 500 that year. That's cap. It's like 2009. He has a Jimmy Finning was his crew chief in 2012. I'm pretty sure. Drew okay, Blick. Well, I got it. Re- I I got it reversed then. But yeah, regardless. Sorry, <laughs> I had to call you out on that one. <laughs> regardless. Okay. I love you, Alex. <laughs> love you too. There is a lot of, you know, he has a good crew chief. I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. You are losing your mind. You're oh, no, I don't got no mind to lose. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah. Drew Buckenstuffer, he good. He good. He good. To That's say. my analysis. It, ignore my fact. It was wrong. But yeah, my analysis, he good. <laughs> um, well, so let's. Do you think that this race was better because we had Chris Buescher up there, we had Stenhouse, Byron, these guys that were not used to having lead, or was the race actually good? Uh, I personally think it was good. The battle for second at the end was that what was awesome. That's what Tyler I most Reddick. remember about this race. Yeah. Um. Really, Imagine I just for the win. Yeah, I think that would have been nuts. In terms of it, see, sometimes I have trouble validating the results of the 550 package. But honestly, that's kind of bullshit on my end because, like, you still have to have a fast car and a good driver to yeah. run up front. Even though the track position can be harder to get, I think it's still, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't, like, it means a lot that these teams were up here. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, it, like, parody, I don't really care about parody too much. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. obviously a good thing. It's more entertaining. Um, yeah. But... It was, I think, good because it wasn't because of random cautions and just random bullshit. No, like not at all. Drove up there and took the lead. Yeah, and that was really William Byron. William Byron had a great restart and ran away with it at the end. And oh my god, and he, like and he outdrove Truex and Hamlin on that wins restart to win stage two. And Jamie so, Little, yeah. I remember she reported that Byron they worked on getting that car to run on the bottom so they could make passes, and then ah. Uh, he ended up winning. Oh, that's just satisfying yeah. as a pure racing Love fan that. for them to like, you get to know like, okay, they specifically work on this one thing. And that one thing won them this race that, Oh, yeah. love that. Ooh, bark. Oh, cool. I want more bark, bark, <laughs> bark. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. I want more. Come on. Give me actual racing. Right. That's it. Sorry. I'm Man, yelling. I- if, no, you're fine. I wish we... I, I, we I apologize to the audience, not you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so everyone's talking about how we have three unexpected winners start the season. Uh, in my mind, it's a little overblown, but it's not the same teams. So we get front row. They won Daytona. Like I yeah. said, anyone can win there. Then you had Gibbs. That's not a surprise. And Hendrick, not a surprise. But it's different drivers rather than Chase Elliott yeah. or like Truex or Hamlin. It's uh, Christopher Bell and I forgot his name, William Byron. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Byron did kind of shock me because Byron was kind of yeah. considered the worst Hendrick car, and Bowman was probably the worst Hendrick car that performed at Homestead, like Elliott and um. Oh yeah, Chase Elliott Larson. was Chase Elliott led for a minute, but yeah, and Larson Elliott finished was, like fourteenth. Did he or something? Yeah, he must have fallen yeah. off at the end. But Larson was up there, um, you know, me- messing around as it is. That's his track, Homestead. Um, yeah, finished fourth, unfortunately, off the podium. Um, Larson so, totally could have won this race. So to, yeah. so could have Tyler Reddick. Hell, Larson could have won Daytona Road Course if he didn't yeah. wheel hop. Um, so good. Start I will admit on Larson. Time. I will admit on Larson that. I kind of underestimated. I think he's going to win a lot this year. I don't know if you're ready for that, but I'm not. I'm, not, I'm actually the, not the to way, talk about the way he has run, but you know, I, I brought it up. You can yeah. talk about Kyle Larson because, like, ahead. I don't. I'm. I'm number one. I'm not mentally prepared for him to win because I've been mm-hmm. getting into Denny. You were panic. You were kind of panic texting me when he was closing in on the lead. But... I'm not ready. There's also Twitter has been really nasty lately mm-hmm. and i'm i'm not ready right but um the thing is about judging performance too it's so hard because of the like we just started the season with three completely different races which honestly i kind of like yeah. and honestly oh me too with the diversity in the schedule would make it really fun to have a full season points format but that's none of my business um that's nascar's yeah. business that's steve <laughs> o'donnell's business like <laughs> God, like this first half of the season, the points battle would be insane. And then by the time we get to oh the God, like, the late summer months, I think like mm-hmm. you would start getting an idea of like who would be like the championship favorite. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But whatever. <laughs> like, guess we'll never know. If you would have told me Chris Buescher would win a stage on raw speed, I would have never believed you. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. He's in the. Uh, is he in the clash now? For next year, I guess I guess so. If they're keeping yeah. the same rules, yeah. Wow. They're not going to do qualifying. Yeah. Good for him. Good, Good for, for him. him. Yeah. Um. Didn't you ask me another question and I just didn't answer it? The surprise. Yeah, William Byron. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He. I no. Honestly, that I think his performance at Homestead was really shocking because he is. I remember at the Coke 600 last year in Darlington he made mistakes and just throughout last summer he seemed to make a lot of mistakes but now yeah he's really becoming that william byron that we expected the, you know he's the xfinity oh, yeah. series champion william byron that's starting to come out and win win these races and impossible he probably should have won the truck championship too yeah that's why but, they implemented stage points was because of william byron's truck run that year probably oh to that's me it so looked like that disgusting but yeah, 2016 was a because that was the first time they did it for Xfinity and trucks and yikes. Remember 2016? Yeah. They had the caution clock. Oh, oh my god! What the <laughs> hell? Gross. My. Then we had heat races for the Xfinity series. See, that I didn't really like. Are you ready to transition? Because that kind of brings up to what I wait. That's a never mind. Never mind. That's a rapid fire question. Sorry. That's why you can't I, let me look at them. Well, the first week we did it, you wanted to see them. And no. now you're like, no, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see them. See, now I try to transition to something. No, never mind. I never Damn. said that. I no. never said that. Bad Zach. Anyways, you're bad Zach. Stop, Stop reading. <laughs> Stop reading. Um, where are we at? <laughs> I don't know. Three and X um, unexpected winners is a bit overblown. I'm reading the doc. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I put. 
Well, Zach, do you think it's overblown? Because that's what everyone in the NASCAR that was media the question. and Twitter is talking about. Like, yeah. what does overblown mean? Like, like it's pe- people are overhyping it. Like, that's it's not actually as crazy as it actually is. Oh, I mean, because in my mind, it's not. It's still Gibbs and Hendrick. It's just different drivers of organizations. I think it's, it's pretty still the same teams. I think Chris. Honestly, I have to say, Christopher Bell and William Byron. I did not expect them to perform that well because they won those races on performance, right. in my opinion. Now, Christopher Bell probably and, should have lost to Chase Elliott, but none of my business. Um, and Bell and Byron, in my mind, were like going to be at the playoff bubble. Yeah, that's like, what I thought too. Season, and now yeah. they're locked in. Yeah, because I think Bell was kind of. I mean, I think him coming to Gibbs with a, already an experienced year of Cup under his belt mm-hmm. i think that's only a good thing i did not expect him right. to take off this well but honestly i mean look at his ex- performance in xfinity i'm honestly not that surprised um right. he's really good at car control and you know that kind of mm-hmm. makes sense why he was so good at daytona road course um makes right. sense why he wasn't that good at homestead um mm-hmm. well gibbs in general their downforce package toyota was like nowhere to be seen besides Truex. They yeah, Truex was there. pretty impressive, which honestly also surprised me because if any Gibbs yeah. cars would be up there, I figured it'd be Denny Hamlin. And he wasn't really... Hamlin was... He was struggling I all didn't. Day. Hamlin was in the top 10 for a little bit, but yeah. I wasn't really a factor. Mm-hmm. Kyle Busch was like in 20th all day. Same he Kyle got Busch up there from last year. Yeah. Yeah, this was really the first like true race we kind of get a measure but I, I'm really yeah. interested, though, to see Las Vegas. And then going into Phoenix, we'll take the spoilers yeah. off and actually see these cars race. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we go to Atlanta and then um, Bristol Dirt. So, yeah, that's crazy. That's going to be interesting. This I really like the schedule shakeup, which we'll talk about yeah, a little bit Yeah, because I was later. having thoughts last night. But specifically with the races, yeah. Xfinity, mm-hmm. we all know what happened. Um, because someone on Twitter will not let you forget about what happened because he was involved in it. Um, yeah. David Starr's number one hater, um, mm-hmm. driver of the nine car junior motorsports. You know his name. I don't got to say it. This mother... Oh. <laughs> Listen. Here's my take. Here's Zach's take that no one asked for. Um, Ooh, can't wait. Yes. Is it, a sh- is it a shitty situation? Yeah. Is it unlucky? Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Was there a thing that that he could have done differently mm-hmm. that would have prevented him clobbering yes. into the back of the 13? He could have ran the bottom because I don't know how he was planning to pass that. He had part. like a five, four second lead. And literally two Eight laps seconds, before this, yeah. Kurt Busch was up on the booth saying, I don't get why he's doing that. He should just take it easy. And I'm like, that's like a little, you know, the next night, what was to come. The next night, Byron did the exact same thing Kurt Busch was yeah. talking about, backing onto the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, if you're following a car into the corner, it doesn't make sense. Especially mm-hmm. if it's a lap car. You can't trust these lap cars anyways. Obviously, something broke on it. Um, just yeah. pass them in the middle. Just run the middle. It's not that hard. And he ran the top. Especially when you have a huge lead like that. Yeah. He was closing in on that car pretty fast. The car broke. He had nothing. He couldn't do anything because he put himself in a bad situation. Yeah. It's not the fault of David Starr. What? No, not at all. And David Starr's been around for God knows how long now. 
He knows what he's doing. His Come balls on. dropped before you were even born, Noah. <laughs> I'm just, listen, Noah. I, the, why you gotta go on Twitter and shit talk this driver? Look, like, I already don't like Noah Gregson for a mul- multitude of reasons. Off the track That's and same. on the track, I don't like him. And for mm-hmm. him to, like, do this, when already people don't like him, there's reasons not to like him. And he just does this. Mm-hmm. So immature. Disrespectful mm-hmm. to David Starr. Disrespectful for him representing junior motorsports. I, agree. I already don't... Obviously, they don't care about some things, but whatever. Yeah. It's just... This is a very, to me at least, a very similar situation to when Kyle Busch took out Ron Hornaday in yeah. the truck race. Um, because look, that's a truck race. Ron Hornaday was going for a championship and Kyle Busch took him out. Yeah. But Kyle Busch, I think, learned from that and didn't, yeah. you know, Twitter wasn't as big of a thing at that point, but he didn't go mm-hmm. on Twitter shit talking Ron Hornaday all week. Yeah. He didn't do that. Um, Kyle Busch, you know, he had, there's a lot of comparisons between Noah Gregson and Kyle Busch, younger Kyle Busch. Yeah. I, I I just don't, it's not the same, especially when Noah Gragson has a lot of baggage already that he has not done anything to improve upon. Yeah. Um, Kyle Busch didn't have any of that. He, he Kyle improved. Busch more just plays a villain. He's like Logano. He's yeah. playing a villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Kyle Busch has improved upon that Ron Hornaday situation, right? Mm-hmm. Noah Gragson has done neither, uh, worked on the baggage that he has off the track, nor has he done anything to improve on the track. Like he, he said checkers are wreckers, and I guess he chose wreckers. So yeah, like he, he had the choice. He, he the choice so, was all his. Like he chose wreckers. I mean, he didn't lie. There's he, still value. He had the option. Like he's he was worried about points. Apparently, like his points position after two races, and like yeah, him this was doing the first this. like normal race too. Yeah, like. like Whatever. If you finish higher, in, I say points don't matter. They do kind of matter in terms of the regular season standings gives mm-hmm. you more points, playoff points. It's not that much. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter unless you like finish top three, well, really. But and also he's in the Xfinity series where he's going to make the playoffs on points no matter what. Yeah, like he's basically locked like, in just because of the. He'd have he'd have spread. to run like ass to not make it, and he's yeah. not going to run like ass. Like so, he's, and he's going to win. Like, well. Yeah. I guess. Well, <laughs> if he we'll, gets his we'll shit see. together, because didn't he only win like twice last year, and it was Something like Daytona like and Bristol, and and he's driving the car that William Byron won a lot in. And he's driving the car Chase Elliott won a Tyler lot. Tyler Reddick in. won the championship. They all won the Tyler championship. Reddick won the championship, and he has not done that. So it's I don't know. I am not liking what I'm seeing. I don't like what I see with him. And also um, speaking of. Let's go to Sunday. William Byron, who, in my opinion, was the weakest link at HMS, right, just won. Right. So Noah Gregson's path forward to the Cup Series doesn't look good, in my opinion, because like he's not going to... I yeah. don't think Byron's looking to be replaced, especially if Exalta and Liberty will stand behind him. I mean, I'm pretty sure Exalta will stand by yeah. anybody at Hendrick because 24, but um, yeah. you know they're not going to get rid of Golden Boy Chase. Ally loves Alex. They definitely wouldn't yeah. sponsor you know him <laughs> you know if if noah gragson won that race and then william byron choked the way he did oh. i would be like oh shit byron's yep. probably gonna get replaced we'd be having a different but, conversation oh yeah 
So but yeah, he only won twice last year, by the way. Gregson. He only has two career Xfinity wins. Really? Yikes. Huh. He Noah Gregson has Daytona. choked two wins to Harrison Burton. <laughs> That's funny. And and by the way, I think it's very sweet vengeance that Myatt Snyder ended up winning yes! the race after the way after the way Gregson treated Myatt Snyder last week. Yeah. I love Myatt Snyder. Great guy. But I mean, he treats he, he treated yeah. Myatt Snyder like shit last year on the track. He wrecked him at what was it, Texas or something? Yeah. Atlanta, or Las Vegas. Like that. It was one of the mile and a half. Yeah, it was same. Las Vegas early in the season, <laughs> but, before COVID, I remember. Yeah. And you know, Myatt like refused to give him like a fist bump yeah, or whatever because no, was like, oh, give me a fist bump, like then he walked yeah, away. Well, yeah, because but... he's entitled to he's he's just entitled. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Again, sorry yeah, if you like I, Noah. I just I don't. If you do, I don't trust you. Sorry. I actually um, don't trust you if you do, actually. Like, it's just kind of weird. Like, why? Yeah. Like, Anyways. if you know what he's done, and he's a sexual harasser. Let's just yeah. be blunt about that. But anyway, um, Myatt Snyder. Really like him. Good yeah. guy. Marty Snyder on NBC's son. I know. Um, so wholesome. Yeah. I remember, I, fun fact, um... Mm-hmm. Well, not fun fact. I just like there's like a watch along with like the NBC cast for like the mm-hmm. Mid Ohio race in 2019 or 18 or something. And mm-hmm. Marty comes into the room where they're streaming, and like he's he, I think he was like shit talking like something that happened in the truck race with Myatt. Oh, no. <laughs> it was really funny. It was like, <laughs> yeah, they wrecked us. I don't know. He might have cussed. I don't know. It was funny. Oh, <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I just love that. Um, that's no, funny but my he's really fun on twitter i mean he's very he's fun meme, he's a meme queen so yeah yeah he um, and ryan vargas i really like following them on twitter yeah and apparently i saw this like a saturday night there was like um at like 1 a.m he got home to like his friend's house or something and they were throwing him a, like a little surprise party for the win oh that's so cute yeah it was so cute man oh my love god that. Because he's always hanging out with, like, yeah, Ryan Vargas and um, somebody else. There's, like, a group of them on Twitter. They're, like... Yeah, they're, like, they're like a few years older something. than us, I feel like. Yeah, they're, like, so, 25, 26 or yeah. so. Uh, um, real quick, let's talk about the Fox booth. I Are you enjoying it as much as I am? Because I'm loving this new booth they have. Oh, my God, yeah. That, it's been pretty good. Clint's funny, as always. Larry is funny, mm-hmm. as always, whenever he talks. Um, Larry. You know, that's not the mm-hmm. booth, but, you know. um, Jeff, again, yeah. I, I already knew this was going to happen, but Jeff needed Clint. He needed somebody yeah. like that. DW, while, yeah, it was something, it wasn't the right fit. Clint's the yeah. right fit. It's perfect. I, I don't think you can get this, much better than this. This is honestly my favorite booth. It's only race three, so we'll see. But this is my favorite booth since Bestwick, Jarrett, and Petrie at ESPN. This is my favorite since. Because NBC right now, you just have four of them all yelling over each other. Yeah. Junior and Burton kind of sound alike. My grandma's always like, who's talking right now? (laughs) And I'm like, it's Junior. So... They're just screaming at each other. Rick Dallin's giving wrong information all the yeah, time. Yeah, look at him. He goes out to the inside. Ah! Aggressive goes around. And they're just screaming. They're treating the viewer like they've never watched a race Oh, my God. I hate lives. when they talk about the playoffs. I hate it. <sighs> it's And that's all they do because it's centered around their part but, of the season. Yeah. But Fox, it's it's great. 
like the little banter between Clint and Jeff, it's not like overbearing. Like, sure, it'll probably get annoying eventually, but hopefully, you know, as it goes on, they yeah. won't do it too much. I but think I don't mind it. Especially and it's like when Clint's like that twenty four out front. That's how. That's what I'd always have to race. Like that was funny. Yeah, that was and funny. Clint's a good analyst. Yeah. Oh yeah. He then, he knows how to have, be an analyst. And then you have Larry Mack coming in with his little quips, and everyone starts laughing, and it, it's great. I'm in love with the Fox booth. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> no. And Fox always, um, they've been more f- focused, um, like their broadcasting style is a lot more like entertainment focused, which I don't yes. mind, especially kind of with how NASCAR is now where the beginning of the season's mm-hmm. very laid back, like the championship yeah. does not matter. We're just having fun with these races, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I've always loved that about Fox, like with Mike, Laryl, 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 Larry and Daryl, <laughs> they yeah. were exciting at the right moments they knew how to have fun with each other like larry and dw like jeff and clint have the same kind of energy they do but jeff and clint actually get along yeah and also chris myers chris myers is back for the pre-race show jeff gordon and clint Mm -hmm. boyer they're so funny together all three of them they're so good um i hope he's there every week i feel like he won't be like, I feel like for the FS1 races, yep. he won't be. It's That's probably just going to be like the NASCAR race day show mm-hmm. for the Fox portion of the season. Yeah, which, whatever. I mean, again, it w- I'll yeah. get what I can take. Um, yeah. But it's great. Yeah, no, you're right. The booth is amazing, and I have no complaints. It's, it's exactly what yeah. we needed, because last year it was just too quiet with just Mike and Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, also, speaking of, like, Jamie McMurray has been calling races a little bit, like the Xfinity and truck races. Oh my god, he's gonna be so good in the booth. I I hope they have a mm-hmm. spot for him. Some, I don't know how. I, mm-hmm. Somewhere, like, I really liked, I really liked Kurt Busch him in the too. Xfinity booth. Mm-hmm. Eric Almarola was a little awkward, but like I don't know how much he's done it. But I've really liked Kurt Busch too, and M- McMurray is amazing. Replace him with Waltrip and Mc- Michael Waltrip. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I'd rather have him in most of the Xfinity broadcasts. McMurray is one of the most underrated broadcasters right now, I think. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Like, uh, I Jimmy, actually love him. I actually love him. Jamie I'm actually McMurray, crying right now. Jamie, you are crying. <laughs> um, Jamie McMurray, Larry Mack, and Shannon Spake. Their chemistry is really funny. I, I really like them, too, on the pre-race Stump show. the Max. Shannon drives him crazy, I think, and it's really funny. <laughs> See, Larry's like, are you kidding me? Larry said, you asked me one question, I gave you one answer. <laughs> oh, my God. Love that. I actually like watching the pre-race show now, too. Like, yeah, it's great. Alex, I think we actually like NASCAR. Do we? We like I it mean, until the, the race, race starts. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, yeah, so much. Less- it's Las Vegas this weekend, so we'll see. It's like <sighs> one of the better mile and a half, at least. Yeah. I have faith. I have faith. I think... No, I don't. Never mind. If it's hot <laughs> this weekend, it'll be fine. I don't know. I will... Let's close this segment by saying NASCAR's fun when it lives up to what it can be. It, that, honestly, right? there's so much potential with NASCAR. Like, so much. So much. And, and I guess we'll transition this until like my schedule thoughts i had last night 
Yeah, it's your birthday month, birthday boy, almost. That too. Um, yeah. Because Tell I was about it. thinking, this isn't related to the birthday theory. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. because last night I made some tweets. I was like, I want a NASCAR Cup schedule where it's 30 different tracks. And it's still 36 races, but the only six tracks that get double dates would be Daytona and Talladega because, I mean, it's super speedway racing, obviously. You know, they're always going to have two mm -hmm. dates. Um, Martinsville and Bristol. Maybe Richmond. I'm a little bit biased to Richmond, but it's if you count that as a true short track, just so there's like mm -hmm. a lot of short track races on the schedule, double up those dates. They've also always been on the schedule forever. Um, great venues yeah. too. So, and then the sixth track that should have two dates is Darlington because Darlington's unique. Not only is it just historically significant being the first speedway track in NASCAR, mm -hmm. I think. It's got two big events. It's got the throwback weekend and then it's got the Southern 500. They split it mm -hmm. up. They split it up this year. The May race which a lot of people didn't know this on Twitter, the main race is yeah. the throwback race, which I'm so excited for. I actually um, really like that. I hated and it you at know, first, but now I like it. The way Fox's coverage has been, I think they're going to nail it. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to nail the coverage. I can't wait to see that. what Mike Joy's wearing. <laughs> Mike Joy's will be wearing what he wore like 30 years ago. Yep. <laughs> um. I don't know if trucks are racing at Darlington. I think they're racing in fall. I think they, I think they're racing there in the fall. Which I hate. Don't quote us on that though. <laughs> I don't like that because I want them to have the throwback weekend. But whatever. You know that'd be cool. Oh well. Oh, Maybe they'll do their own little throwback, but they'll be a little awkward. I, it would be awkward doing that. But they probably will just do it. I don't know. Anyways. But yeah, no, so that's my schedule thoughts. And then I was like trying to find other tracks to add. And I have a spreadsheet mm -hmm. with this. And number one, I want Montreal back on the NASCAR schedule, a cup schedule, because number one, the cup series should race in Canada once. Like Canada is, it's there. Let's do it. Why not? Mm -hmm. Circuit Jill's Villeneuve. It'd be the second F1 track on the schedule, which I think is cool. Um, it's a that good racetrack, cool. especially for NASCAR. You would I, like, just watch the Xfinity races that happen there. They're so good. And then I added like, I, I kind of added Nashville Fairgrounds because I, I, I want more short tracks, but I like Nashville Super mm -hmm. Speedway. So I don't know. If that's kind of awkward. And then right. I have both the Indianapolis Road Course and the Brickyard Oval 400. Like I want both of those tracks mm -hmm. on the schedule. Um, I agree. It's weird that NASCAR is not doing the Oval. I will I, stand by that. They need to do the Oval. Just fix the Even cars. Even if it sucks, just fix the cars. Yeah. Just fix the cars, <laughs> dude. Because it used to be kind of cool. So yeah. it is still cool. Like it's NASCAR at Indianapolis. It's like, Indianapolis. Like it's Indianapolis. Yeah. Come on. Just get over it. Like um, Gateway, because Gateway's good. Um, we also need more tracks like that. Like big short tracks. I love Gateway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's mm -hmm. New Hampshire, but it, she's she wonky. It's cool. It's fun. Yeah, it's really she wonky. Fun. It's fun on NASCAR <laughs> heat. It's really good. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just to, again, NASCAR has a good thing going right now with track diversity. Need more and short tracks, then I think they got it. I think what can help that in general is just stop going to tracks two times unless there's a reason. Like Daytona and Talladega right. and Martinsville and Bristol, they are rare track types, like super speedways mm -hmm. and pure short tracks. Like, yeah, do two dates at those, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Darlington is if, Darlington. 
if Kansas lost a second date, which by the way, it only got its second date because Sprint's headquarters was in Kansas City. Um, For real? And, you know, yeah, Sprint's not, you know, a thing anymore. It's T-Mobile well, or whatever. But, you know, I could see Kansas losing its second date going to Gateway. I'd be down. I don't know about Jackson. <laughs> I'd be but down for that. I don't live there, though. I'd, so. <laughs> I'd be going. I'd go out to St. Louis. I'd go to Gateway. I'd go to yeah. Kansas. I'd do both. Hell yeah. Yeah. You see, the thing with Richmond, I'm biased towards Richmond. And, like, some people say it's not a true short track. And I'm just like, eh. I see your point. But it's a fucking short mm-hmm. track, dude. Like, I also love Rich. <laughs> I don't know, man. Come on. Let's yeah. do it twice a year. Come on, man. <laughs> we got space for him. What, what about the Richmond Roval? Are we going to build one of those? Oh, I would die. How are they the going to your road smile road? went away from your face when I said that. That's nasty. <laughs> How about we do the Kansas Roval instead? Oh, ew. No, no, no. Ew. Stinky. Ew. <laughs> But yeah, Gross. that's my schedule thoughts. Um, like Atlanta yeah. has two races, Phoenix has two races this year. I'm just like, no, even Atlanta. Like, mm-hmm. and also I tweeted this morning how it was so weird how Pocono and Michigan used to have like two races, oh. and it was like all in the span of three months. Like the imagine, summer schedule was awful. Like imagine if we were going back to Homestead for Mother's Day weekend. That's how it used to be for Pocono. Like, in Homestead's an awesome track, but I don't want to go back there again. Yeah. It kind of makes the races more special when we visit more tracks and have just visit them once a year. Like, I right. just think it's better. Um, I mm-hmm. think NASCAR should aim to get more tracks on the schedule, even though that's hard. And the tracks won't like that because, yeah. you know, Pocono loves their two dates, even though they're on the same weekend now. But still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my schedule thoughts. Um I also, I, I'll probably release it on Twitter because I'm still working on it. I put Daytona Road Course mm-hmm. as the second race again because I kind of like it. Okay. Okay. Um, if I keep the class, it'll be a multi-class event and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, and no, I'm not fucking with playoffs. I'm, I'm not, I'm not gay. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> I'm not. Playoffs are for gay people. Wow. Man. <laughs> is this the, is this the straight racing podcast? The straight ra- the I, racing podcast. <laughs> I, had, I had no idea. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh so you had another thought Wait, about your Alex, birthday on April Fool's oh. Day. We got to up the mm-hmm. thumbnail is just going to be the racing podcast. The <laughs> it's race- just going to be great <laughs> a great thumbnail. <laughs> Oh, wait. Oh, I just ruined it. No, anyways. I just ruined the surprise. You didn't hear it. But <laughs> we, didn't, maybe, we, didn't, we didn't hear anything. Maybe not well, everyone anyway. this episode. Yeah, sorry. Move on. So, you had a thing related to your birthday, but it relates yeah. to this. Uh, Jimmy Johnson announced and Simon Pagino and Kimi Kobayashi with Ally are all going to run three more uh, IMSA races this year in yeah. the 48 car. Yeah. <laughs> Chad Knauss, like, calling the shots and stuff for that team. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're... At um, Sebring, Watkins Glen, and Road Atlanta, yeah. I believe. Yeah, the three uh, other endurance races for IMSA. So, we have the 12 so hours exciting. of Sebring, which is happening on my birthday. And mm-hmm. it was rumored that Jimmy would come back, and you know, with that team and do the, these races. And yeah. I was like... Because last time, there was a race on my birthday that I remember. Jimmy Johnson won at California, um, 2016. 
And then it got me thinking, what other NASCAR races have been run on or close to my birthday? So I looked um, for, since I've been alive. Um, and I did some, I did some research and apparently Jimmy Johnson has really Jimmy good Johnson. luck on my birthday or near it because 2004, mm -hmm. he won at Darlington the day after my birthday, 2005, mm -hmm. he barely lost to Carl Edwards on my birthday at Atlanta. And then Bristol mm -hmm. in 2010, he won the day after my birthday. So that's like four instances of him basically winning on my birthday. <laughs> basically, almost. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. But the big, the, the most important point is he, the last time he raced on my birthday, he won. Correct. My 21st birthday is the same day as the, the 12 hours of Sebring. Jimmy Johnson was in it and he's going to win it. You heard it here first. Can I get I an amen? Amen. 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 <laughs> oh, I'm ready. He's going to win that damn race. I'm calling it I'm, right now. I'm so going to watch just because of Jimmy. I'm, gonna I'm actually going to watch that. See, the problem is, though, there's also the truck and Xfinity races at Atlanta. Plus, it's also just my birthday and I have stuff going on. Yeah. I'm be, I'll be drinking <laughs> water all night. Oh. Water, sure, water. Yep, water. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's fun. Do you have anything else to say about IMSA there? Um, my fixation on IMSA is starting to come back. I got mm. burnt out after Daytona, but now it's starting to come back. Right, and I'm very excited. Just for in it. time. Yeah, about um, 18 more days. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, we'll see if Wayne Taylor Racing wins or whoever is competitive in IMSA. I think I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see Kobayashi again. They listen. They, they finished what second at Daytona. Mm -hmm. um, the Ganassi team too. I'm interested to see what the Ganassi team can do. Oh yeah. Um, I, I bet Dixon will be in it or someone like that. Rossi. Maybe. Yeah. I know Rossi's not on that team, but just in general, because IndyCar ain't running that day. Yeah. But that's why Jimmy and Simon are in it. Yeah, I think it'll probably be Dixon will probably because I think teams will have like three drivers for that race. Yeah, because four is just too much. Um, that's just for Daytona. Right. So, yeah, they'll probably have three drivers. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Watch. Sebring. So real quick. Yeah, real quick. Uh, I don't have this in the doc. I just want to mention real quick. IndyCar. Um, Pato Award was I'll... fastest in the testing session session at uh, Laguna Seca. Yeah, I was about to bring um, that up. So do you think Pato Awards, like I've been saying this for a while, I think Pato is going to be a championship contender. Pato Award paced the field of this little practice session they had in Laguna. Yeah. What do you think? Um, by the way, I love their new liveries. Like the seven car oh, for too. Felix is like blue and orange. The only thing I wish like the, the front wing and rear wing end plates were like orange on the side. So the mm -hmm. color kind of hugged the car. Um, that's my only complaint. I like how Pato's looks like Daffy Duck. <laughs> yeah, that's funny too. But anyways, yeah, no, I'm I'm just I made a tweet last night. I was like, yeah, Joseph and Scott Dixon going to watch out, bro. Cause oh yeah, it's like it's like the King, Lightning McQueen, and Chick Hicks. <laughs> yeah, like it's this. Yeah. That's what it feels like. It's oh my god, and Colton Herta. Don't forget about him too. Oh yeah, and Rossi, Rossi, no power. Like oh a, my god, yeah. you could if yeah. Eight drivers could literally go for this championship. I'm so excited for IndyCar. Please watch so IndyCar. Too bad the or schedule die. sucks, but whatever. <laughs> or die. Yeah, yeah, watch IndyCar or die. But 
it's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, um, I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, yeah I think I, Pato, listen, I think it's a little, I mean, what, Robert Wickens was really good on his first season, too. Um, he was. But I think about him sometimes. I'm like, oh, I miss him. Anyways, yeah, Pato, I think he, there's a chance he could, I don't know about win the championship, but he's going to get close. He's going to be a threat. He's going to be closer this he's gonna, year than last year. I think he's going to be in the battle. I don't know if he'll actually sure. win the battle. I th- Again, I still mm-hmm. think it's Joseph's year because Joseph, mm-hmm. I think it was just something with like the start of the COVID season. It just, it just wasn't right for him. But this year, right, I think he's right. going to be on fire. If mm-hmm. anything, he I might agree. slack off at the end of the year. He might struggle then, but we'll see. Um, Yes. Also, Iowa's off the schedule now, which that's... Mm. But we are starting at Barber, which is one of Joseph's best tracks. Yeah. And we talked so. about momentum in racing. That's important. So he can mm-hmm. get a good start at... And uh, Joseph did Joseph did win the season finale. He ended last season with so much momentum. Hopefully yeah. he can carry that to this season. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. And um, Dixon, Dixon was on a decline at the end of last season. Yeah. So is that going to carry over too? Yeah, or was that just him in championship saving mode? I don't know. I, Probably not. I, I think know. he was just on decline. I don't know. He we'll lost see. way. He lost way too many points. I think. I think the last yeah. race of the season definitely. But yeah, if there was one yeah. more race, it would have gotten a little too close. But <laughs> yeah, right. are we ready for rapid fire, yeah. Zach? Do you know how to fix the thing in the dock? I I think so. Ooh, you saw the question. Okay. No, I didn't. Okay. So I've been like highlight it right, and then yeah, like, but highlight in- it. And then you change the highlight color at the top. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Zach, are you ready? Yes. Who will the next surprise winner be? Go ahead. Define surprise winner, because like first time winner. That's never mind. That's a dumb question. Um. Well, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. So it'll probably be. Hmm. I'm I'm feeling Tyler Reddick energy. You know, Tyler Tyler Reddick energy. If that's a surprise I could totally winner. see that. Um, RCR right. has been pretty decent lately, so. Okay. Yeah. Is Homestead the best 1.5-mile track on the NASCAR schedule right now? Mm, I really like Kansas. Like. Really? I think Homestead's pretty. That last Kansas race was pretty horrible, though. Well. But Homestead. I know. But, like, still, I think Kansas is, especially it's a more traditional, like, trialable, too. Right. And it's got, they both have, like, I like progressive banking, and that's, mm-hmm. damn, I don't know. Okay, so if it's not, you're saying Kansas? It's not Kansas, but it's it's really close, I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Homestead's cool. pretty. So, competition cautions. Should Sh- NASCAR just stop the gimmick no. and uh, <laughs> just do another stage? Go they ahead. should put their big boy <laughs> pants on and actually host a motorsport and get rid of stages. Um, but actually, for some reason, last weekend, I wasn't hating stages as much. I don't know why. But no, the competition hmm. cautions are so stupid. Just let them practice. So then you can't say that you're throwing this competition caution for a reason. Because the teams just use the stages as practice sessions, I feel. Right? That's basically what it feels like. Yeah. No, All right. I'm just, I'm just sick of that. Oh, oh, anyways. Oh, so Zach, you tweeted 
that you think NASCAR could actually replace the aero package with enough pressure. Do you actually think that? Because I think you're crazy if you think that. <laughs> I have evidence. So, okay. well, they realized Darlington did not work with the package. So mm -hmm. they put it at the 750 package. They realized right. Nashville probably wouldn't work with the package. Like, it's just, they're creeping up to the point where I feel like, and also as time goes on, like, for example, 2019, we're like, nah, give the package a chance. 2020, we're like, oh, no, NASCAR's back. Just give it, it's and whatever. It's I will say that they they did change Kentucky and Darlington's aero package in 2014 mm -hmm. as well, right? Or 2015? Yeah. 2015. I think it was 2015. Yeah. I, yeah. Listen, I think especially after those races, if they're good, mm -hmm. like they're, they'll, they'll be pretty decent. It will put more pressure on NASCAR to change it. The more, I know the next gen car is coming. But even then, mm -hmm. it will influence what they do with the next-gen car with package at this these type, right. types of tracks. Like, as time goes on, it's going to be harder for NASCAR to keep defending this package. Right. I think Gen 7 is where they're actually going to... Yeah. If it's if it's shit, then they'll probably start changing. I think I it's know. too late in Gen 6 era to make the teams change stuff. I guess. I, I felt like it just wasn't that much of a big deal because I thought it was just like a spoiler right. change and splitter and engine but like, mm -hmm. i think it's more than that and it's might be unfair i don't know right but so i actually have one more here that i didn't put on here so do you think that we'll actually have more than 16 winners this season in the cup series mm. that's a good question i i have seen both sides of this argued like our friend jackson has been like oh my god this could happen and avery is like y'all are crazy so <laughs> I am just curious where you think on that. I'd have to like really consider all the drivers and how like if, if they're gonna win. Mm -hmm. It's just unlikely, I think, very unlikely. Um, even though mm -hmm. yeah, we have McDowell and I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. I think we'll probably get to fifteen. I think we'll get really close. Ooh, okay. But I just that playoff that... bubble is actually gonna be really fun to watch this season. Yeah, I just a lot think... of those guys have already won already. I think in the middle of the season, the parody is going to kind of lay out. And like Chase Elliott, for example, I think he'll start winning a lot of races, especially obviously at the road yeah. courses. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe if Gibbs gets their stuff together, Truex, I could actually see Truex maybe going on a little bit of a tear, at, especially at the mm -hmm. shorter tracks. Penske, Brad Kozlowski, and Logano, they've been pretty speedy. <sighs> I'm it's so just, concerned for Blaney right now. I feel like Blaney ain't even going to fucking make it. <laughs> He's yeah. like way in the back. But Benedetto's like below live fast right now. So I don't think Blaney's going to win this season unless it's Talladega again. I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. I, Sorry, buddy. I put him in my final four. I know, but I'm well, like, honestly, well, though, <laughs> listen, he got a rough start to the season and he's only had like Homestead so far. Like, you know, we're yeah, going to Las true. Vegas this weekend. He was good there last year. We'll see. Bla Bowman and Blaney were like the dominant cars last year there. So yeah, Bowman okay. too has been kind of a slow start to the season. So right. What? So this last question. Yeah. This last question. We're putting the gay in the gay racing podcast. Harrison Burton. What are your thoughts? That's the question. Just Harrison Burton. Thoughts? Oh, you're making such a happy face. <laughs> He's so adorable i love him he's i'm older than him actually he was mm -hmm. born like hold on harrison burton birthday i think it's like june 9th or something mm -hmm. um 
Sorry. October. Nope. I, October 9th, 2000. So six months after me. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really he's adorable. His eyes are pretty. Him. He has a little mole on his chin. It's really cute. His paint schemes are nice. Um, mm-hmm. He's better than that other guy that Twitter's been arguing about because he actually... Oh my God. Harrison yes. Burton actually has a girlfriend, by the way. And so. Harrison Burton fought the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Harrison Burton him. takes karate. I think. Or some kind he, of martial arts. He does so he, something. He, he does will something kick your ass. He did. Ki- he brought Noah to the ground. Yeah. People will say the otherwise. No, no, man. No, Harrison's literally six foot three. Noah ain't taking Is him he to really? the ground. Yeah, I think oh he's God. like basically as tall as me. I think I might oh be having. I think of him as this tiny little guy. I'm like, oh, he cute, but like, damn, he tall. He also has like four wins. He won at Martinsville, yeah. his home track. He won at. Texas and Homestead when the other guy choked. Uh-huh. He's he's gonna win on my birthday at Atlanta. I know he will. Ooh. He better. I think Harrison is gonna be the one to compete with Austin Cendrick this year. Yeah. So. I'll be interested to see what the Xfinity Final Four is. Yeah, me too. Since like who was it last year? It was I think Allgaier will be back. Allgaier, Cendrick. I agree. Who else was in it? And uh, Briscoe was in it, but he's in Cup now. And then, <laughs> oh, Justin Haley, because he won. Oh, okay. Because yeah. he won Talladega. No, I think he made it on points. He made it on points, I think. I could see Haley. Yeah. Maybe again. Nah, I don't know. Okay, our race picks. Harrison. We did not. We did not do well in our race picks last yeah. week. Um, I picked Joy Logano, not Austin Cindric. Um, if you remember that, mm-hmm. my mistake last week, um, you picked Denny Hamlin who finished 10th and I picked Joy Logano who finished 25th. Uh, so you got your first point of the year. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Las Vegas. I don't honestly know, but I have this one pick in mind that I think I'm confident mm-hmm. in. Okay. You ready? Just, just want to say it at the same time. Yep. One, two, three. Okay. Alex Bowman. Kevin Harvick. Damn it! That's a good pick. <laughs> I, I should have picked Kevin Michael McDowell. Is... <laughs> I think Kevin Harvick's going to piss everyone off and dominate and win Las Vegas. Yeah. Because everyone's all hyped up on this whole unexpected winners. Harvick's going to stink up the show at Vegas and win. Yeah, and that make people so that... mad. Yeah. Yeah. It seems fitting, right? <laughs> yeah. I like your pick, though. Bowman almost won last year. And Hendrick obviously has shown speed. I think their trend mm-hmm. can continue. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I didn't really know what... I Honestly, Alex, I almost picked Blaney because Penske. Really? Been, I almost picked Joey, but I was like, mm, no, it makes too much sense. And I almost picked Penske's Brad. Penske's been really good in this race mm-hmm. the past couple of years. Yeah. So, I could see Penske, but... I If it is Penske, I could see Blaney. Honestly, so we we both picked a Ford, but Chevrolet has been. I mean, um, they looked very. What? I did not pick a Ford. Excuse me. Wait, I picked Bowman. What, I what's wrong with me? I I what's mean, to be fair, me? I was talking I, about picking Blaney. So. You were talking about Blaney. You're talking about Blaney. Anyway, anyway, anyways, uh, anyways. Um, so yeah, you picked a Chevrolet. I was gonna say Chevrolet's been really good. Yeah. I, yeah, I was thinking you picked Blaney. But yeah, I picked a Ford. 
What about the Toyotas? They were nowhere really to be seen at uh, Homestead. The only one I would consider picking is Truex right now. Yeah. Um, maybe Kyle Denny. Bush, I don't think so. No, Kyle. Denny, maybe. Kyle is not winning on the, with this package this year it, at all. Yeah, Wait for the short I, tracks, honey, because that's all. I don't <laughs> I'm sorry. He's struggling. At, Kyle did win at Texas last fall, but that oh, was kind of did. on fuel mileage. Yeah. Yeah. His crew chief helped him with that one, which, well, he doesn't have that anymore. Um, so. <laughs> okay. Well, so far this season in race picks, I have two. You have one. Yeah. Neither of us have picked a winner. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. You could have picked Michael McDowell. You get a top 10. That's more, yeah, that's like a consistency pick, but I actually like, I'm just thinking about it. who's going to win. Mm-hmm. I want those three points, those three bonus points. Right. right. Yeah. No Chris Busher pick after Homestead? Well, I mean, he didn't, I didn't even finish it, well, but... though. No, he finished like 20 something. Yeah, that car was not made for the nighttime. Mm-hmm. Apparently. All right, Maybe that's well, why they were so good. <laughs> they just right. set the car up for the wrong time of day. But yeah, um, yeah, that was a good episode. Um, again, thank yeah. you for to Caleb for coming on. Um, we're gonna yeah, try to have more guests absolutely. on for the next few weeks. Great talking with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, next week we're going to Las Vegas. Um, I'm I'm gonna try watching, but I have stuff going on next weekend. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, I don't know. Go Alex Bowman, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I I I ain't saving saying go driver I pick because I actually don't want that. <laughs> but, I don't want but, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go Ryan. Go please. Ryan. You can do it, honey. <laughs> top ten, All right. please. All right, y'all. <laughs> top fifteen. <laughs> Something. Don't wreck. Where did he finish at Homestead? I think like fifteenth, like seventeenth. He was like seventeenth, like all day. Every time he runs the Dex car, um, Harrison reference, um, he always runs mediocre. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I had a theory that Harrison could go to Penske if Toyota gets Ooh. too full. Dex, that sponsorship is there. Mm-hmm. God, he replaces Blaney in the twelve. What would I do? I was thinking more like <laughs> Brad leaves. Like, that's why I was thinking about it. Like, Brad was rumored to leave Penske to go to... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Where the fuck would Brad go? Everyone oh. was saying Hendrick to the 48. I said Toyota. Or someone... They were saying Toyota, oh, like, this to- year. twenty. Yeah, there was also a rumor... Not a rumor, but someone was saying, what if Keselowski went to 2311? Yeah. That was also a thing. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, but yeah. we're getting well, into speculation territory there, yeah. but... Hope everyone's doing good. Um, it's March. Stay safe. Keep wearing a mask, yeah. even though you know states are starting not to require that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> be careful, be y'all. Safe. Go to Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Definitely ain't getting an F one race this year. Oh <laughs> no, that ain't happening. F one is back this month, though. That is exciting. Yeah, that's in like. Uh, the end of the month, I think. A couple weeks. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exciting. Oh, yeah, Mercedes unveiled their livery today. Ugly as hell. Ugly. Ugly. Bad. Nasty. <laughs> Anyways. Bye, guys. Hope y'all doing good. Goodbye. Bye.